Hello and welcome to another episode of Let's Discuss. Unfortunately, this week Andy will not be joining us. He's off visiting his wife and has no internet. So this week we have our friend Austin joining us. Say hi, Austin. Hello. Okay, so this week we'll be discussing a topic that Austin and I have been doing for about the last five years or so. Uh, we're going to be talking about cosplaying. And for those of you who don't know, cosplaying is basically a, an abbreviated term for costume play. It's basically where people put on costumes and various accessories in order to represent specific characters, typically those of fiction, or in our case, uh, anime characters and everything. So yeah, I think we'll probably be talking kind of about our successes and failures, things we've learned through doing it multiple times, and what we liked, what we didn't like, and some of our favorite ones if we could probably ever do it. Yeah, way back I think it was before our senior year of high school, I believe. It was was that our senior year before our senior year of high school was our first year? Um, I think so. Yeah. Yeah, it was basically us two. Andy, and a couple other close friends. I think we had about five of us? Um, Something like that. Zach. And then us three. Andy, you, me. Yeah, five. Yeah. So it was basically supposed to be our last big hoorah of the summer before, you know, we start, well, most of us started our senior year of high school. So uh, we decided to go to our local anime con, uh, Anime Iowa, and... The idea usually is to get all of us to dress up, but pretty never much, looked. yeah, no, it's always me or Austin that just end up dressing up. Everyone else just kind of goes and hangs out. You know, oh. I even tried to commit the guys, you know, speaking of our first cosplay, which was themes, you know, something we all love, Dragon Ball Z. Uh, you know, uh, I, I even tried to, like, go big and be like, okay, if we're going to seriously do this in cosplay, I would go big and go with Piccolo. I went not quite as big, but, like, we got full-blown costumes and everything. Like, the costumes overall seemed pretty legit. I went as Gohan and tried to go for the teen, young adult-ish area. Like, the thing that I kind of hated that I wish I would have done was spiked my hair up and dyed it. Like, I have a very light-colored hair, but it's not enough to where I could go blonde and just pass it off as a Super Saiyan or something. So, yeah, that was kind of a more or less fail on my part, really. Red-headed Gohan was... Red-headed Gohan. Yeah. And where do I begin with my Piccolo costume? Uh... I don't know. I feel like the complications with that more or less started when it came to, uh, I'd say just with costume design in general, I guess. Like, I don't know. I guess it was easy enough for us to make the purple part of the costume, like the base of the costume, because I made a similar enough one for my Gohan cosplay that we basically just made doubles of because, I mean, we're close enough to the same size. And whatnot, so that was easy, just mass produced there. But then came, came to the the turban aspects of it, the, the cape and all that. That was the interesting part. Yeah, you didn't even end up going like wearing the turban. You just had kind of the shoulder pad thing, essentially. And that seemed yeah, to be like the extent that you went in that direction. Well, with that, I did the I did the shoulder pad thing, and I I made that with screws. Like I got really long screws. Mm-hmm. And I bolted them together to that kind of approach. Because 
the way it works, I kind of are pointed a little bit. It was interesting. Thankfully, I work at a hardware store where I'm just like, hey, these are cheap. Yeah. It definitely shows over time that our cosplays, I believe, have gotten better. Because yeah. Was, uh, let's see, that was our first year. I don't. Was there anything really that memorable other than the fact of us painting you like completely green from like finger to finger and like everywhere. You were green everywhere. Is like the theme of that trip. I believe I'm gonna say I remember having Andy around and Andy was just kind of my passing mule. I'm like Andy, Andy, Andy. I want to buy this, but you have my wallet. I can't touch anything. Yeah, that was always entertaining, and I would love to have seen the response of the cleaning person who cleaned up our hotel after we left, because you cleaning that, that off yourself, and just you moving around in our bathroom with, like, white tile and everything, there was green marks was everywhere. Everywhere. I, I, how long How long did it take me, like, the first time I washed up? I was in the shower for, like, 45 minutes trying to get myself, like, somewhat... Clean. I don't know, as long as I didn't hear it, ah, someone help, I've fallen, I can't get up. I think I really wasn't paying that much attention. I think really at that point, we were all like, oh my god, AI swag, we have so much crap. I think my problem was I went with like professional stage makeup. Mm-hmm. Like I went to a theater store and got high quality like stuff that goes under stage lights and stuff mm-hmm. and won't go off. So I was coated in pretty heavy stuff. Yeah. And legit stuff, but it did look really, really nice. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you were pretty well-greened, like, I don't know. There was that other Piccolo that year. He, he did, did essentially what we should have potentially could have done, but it would have required a little bit more... Preparation. Yeah. He the, did the green sleeves. Yeah, and he had the pink muscly parts on him and everything. I think we talked about painting those on you, but we just didn't want to deal with it at the time, if I remember right. I think we were all excited to get to the con and not wait for me to paint myself. Yeah. Eh. Could have been worse. It could have been. Yeah. Oh, I'm trying to think. Was there anything really awesome that stood out that year? I'm trying to think. Cosplay-wise. Um... A lot of the time we were just kind of blown away. That was our first experience. Yeah, it was just kind of like, ooh, ah, dealer's room. Oh my gosh, dealer's room. Oh, that's, uh, it was 2000, it was after our senior year of high school. Was it? Yeah, it was, because the next year is the year I didn't cosplay. Oh, right. That's right. It was our last big hoorah before we went to college. Yeah. And we went to college before that, and, because that's the year I got the autographed Pullman Alchemist action figure. Right. Charity option they don't do anymore. Yeah, that's kind of unfortunate. That's a good good deal. Usually they have some pretty good stuff there. Yeah, because I'm I was looking back through my pictures now and now I see uh, 09 that year. That was the following summer yeah. or whatever, and that was 09 mm-hmm. and stuff. And yeah, you're in like none of the pictures because you didn't show up till like the night before the last day. Cause somebody had kidney stones. That wasn't that, that wasn't the reason I didn't show up till later. Oh wait, this one was the the wedding. Yeah, I never. This one was wedding. I hadn't. I just gotten over surgery over that time. Like I'd had one surgery. You were drugged up. That's what I remember. Yes, I was drugged up from surgery. 
for kidney stones. And then I had to go have a surgery like the day after we got back from that. Yeah, that thing. That one. But yeah, the first year, I think we were just kind of... Um, I'm trying to think of anything that really blew my mind. There uh, wasn't anything I can distinctly remember that I was like, oh my god. Yeah, let's see here. Uh, I think it was just kind of t- really, yeah, like you said, taking it all in and whatnot, just because it's our first one. Like, we don't really know what to go about doing exactly. Like, it was just kind of a getting a feel for the place and everything. Yeah. So, yeah, I don't remember anything too spectacular cosplay-wise. Like, I don't remember having really any pictures or anything like that. So. I remember that was the first time I shaved my beard in a long, long time from that. Yeah. Well, we're not going to put green mate piccolo with a beard a big bushy brown beard that <laughs> classy stuff right there oh there was the master roshi oh yeah he's made a couple different appearance appearances like this guy's actually pretty good he had yep. a big old cane and stuff he had the hawaiian shirt shorts flip-flops he shaved his head and he had a like Vel- like not a velcro like an elastic slap on beard essentially which was actually re- pretty pretty spot on there that was impressive and stuff mm-hmm. uh, anything else from our first year um, I don't think so we got a lot of swag yeah yeah that was kind of the first year we were just overwhelmed with how much like the dealers rooms had they had so much crap. Like, I guess the, it's always seemed like looking back on it, the first year we had, we were at the convention was probably the, I don't know, they had the most stuff in the dealer's room, really. Yeah. And then it kind of got a little less and stuff. And then some things just, like, we kept about the same, but things started changing up. That was the year we all got swords. Yeah. It was, they were all like, what, $20? No, it, the guy had a 20 sided guy. Yeah. You put down 20, and mine would only cost like 5 bucks. Yeah, I think mine was like 7 or something like that. Basically what you, you did, you go there, yeah, like Austin said, throw down 20, and you'd roll this 20-sided D&D die that the guy had there, and I think whatever you rolled was how much you got off, essentially the 20 bucks, or that was how much you paid for it, one or the other, I don't remember. Regardless, though, we got some really cheap, big, beefy swords for like Dirt cheap, essentially. Nowadays, you go back, they're like probably 25, 30 bucks a piece. Yeah. But I think that was pretty much it. Mm-hmm. All the bag we got and the green hotel room was such. Oh, uh, yeah. Let's see. Next year, two th- AI 2009. Uh, wait. Yeah. AI 2009. That's just the year I'm thinking of. That year. That was the year that you didn't come down right away. And yeah, that year I, I had the wedding up in St. Paul with my RA that year. And mm-hmm. I was a cruiseman in it, so I missed out on the first two days. Yeah. And I guess more or less to halfway replace you, we had our, our friend Zach, his girlfriend, came along. And, I don't know, she just oh, kind of took up space. Me with faith? That you replaced me? Is that what you said? Kind of, sort of. Except she kind of stayed on after you got there. But, I didn't know I could be so easily replaced, mate. Thanks. Eh, the credit card bill was in my name, so yeah, you're replaceable. <laughs> <laughs> that year, I think was a, I don't know, I felt like it was a really good step forward for cosplaying wise, because 
that was the year I had my Yu Yu Hakusho themed costumes and stuff. The first day, uh, I went as like schoolboy Yusuke Urameshi. I had the uh, green school outfit, and my hair isn't very cooperative when it wants to be forced to be a certain way. And Yusuke, his hair is all slicked back and black and everything, and my hair is, well, not. So I actually had our friend Faith. She helped. Uh, she basically helped me do my hair most of the days that we were there, and that involved a lot of like combing my hair back, spraying it with hairspray, and then slapping gel on top of it. And then eventually we kind of got it to stick sort of where we wanted it. Like at least it was back and not going everywhere. So after that, we took me outside and I had some leftover black spray uh, hair dye, which then I used to make my hair all black and everything, which further helped hold it in place. Um, Yeah, that one one turned out all right. The only issue I had is that this costume, this is my first store-bought costume. And the only issue is it is designed for people with tiny torsos and really long legs. But you have neither. No, I do not. Uh, Big torsos run in my family. So my torso was a little bit long. Like The jacket went probably two-thirds of the way down my back. So I spent most of that day either with the jacket open or, like, kind of thrown over my shoulder and off because, like, the sleeves were fine. They were, like, proper length and everything. Everything fit fine. But it was just so short. And how I had it so, like, my pants wouldn't drag on the floor, essentially. I had those suckers hyped up to right beneath my chest, essentially, and had a belt tied. And it's very uncomfortable when you have to spend the whole day with your pants hiked up and your junk all shifted to one side. Like, that was just kind of odd. Welcome to life sometimes in theater. Yeah, you, you sacrifice comfort sometimes for sake of, uh, yeah, looking good. I, I think I am the expert of sacrificing comfort for everything in cosplaying. Eh, details, we'll, we'll get to that. Uh, that was also kind of an interesting thing because, like, that since I had costume fully costume and my hair slicked back and stuff and i even kind of darkened my eyebrows a little bit so i don't exactly look entirely like me and one a uh, guy that we met well a friend from high school that was there caleb he was standing there talking to our group or whatever i'm standing right next to him having conversation with him and he's like so where's keeny and i'm like i'm standing right here his mind just <laughs> blown mm-hmm. i see that is one of the other I've done a few that I've never looked like myself. I generally try to get creative. Yeah, it's... Granted, yeah, it's nice to see people play off, like, characters that are similar to them. That usually tends to overall look better. But where's the fun in that? Like, you just just go balls to the wall, off the wall. It's just so much fun. Because, I mean, you see a lot of people that are dressed like characters that they might not really pull off, but they're trying. And the thing that has always been so great about these conventions all these years is that people really, truly appreciate homemade costumes, whether they are crappy or phenomenal. People respect them and like think very highly of people who go out of their way and do that. Mm-hmm. Okay. And we generally had a pretty, yourself and myself, have generally had a pretty popular following mm-hmm. at AI. Yeah, you're. Yeah, we got a couple here and there. The thing that always was kind of interesting, at least that weekend was, 
is that I never really saw that many uh, um, Yu Yu Hakusho cosplays. Although, the interesting thing was, like, in previous years, I'd never really seen anything. And then this year, on the first day, within about five minutes of walking in the door, a Botan cosplayer comes up to me. And she's, like, completely geeking out about the whole thing. It's like, oh, my God, you're dressed as Yusuke. And I'm like, yeah, and whatnot. And I took a picture with uh, this Yusuke plushie that she was dragging around and stuff. So that that actually kind of made a really good start to my day. Yeah. It always makes you feel good about your cosplay when someone comes in and is like, oh my gosh, there's this person, and they can recognize who you were. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And the thing is that there are always going to be characters that are so obscure that, like, I there's a lot of people that and characters that I'll go there, and I'll have absolutely zero clue who the heck they are. And it's just like, wow. Andy. Eh, I'm sure he even has some of his that are like not fully recognizable either just because, I don't know, maybe they're not well done or just, I don't know, they're that obscure. That's always Andy things. Andy's like, oh my god, they're from this. And we're just kind of like, yeah, Andy. Yeah, of course they are. Yeah, the only issue I ever really had with Andy and his uh, skepticism of certain costumes is that, I don't know, he can get, like, when it comes to animes that he truly loves, he gets kind of stingy about people going about cosplaying. Like, I will remember this forever. I can't, I think it was the first year we went, there was a Helsing cosplay, and Andy didn't think it was that good just because of how the hat set. Hat setting is pretty important. I know. But, yeah, I don't think so. I, I, I appreciate it, but I'm sure he appreciated it too, but, I don't know, it just didn't seem like quite like it was good enough for him at the time. That's Andy. Yeah. Details to each their own, really. That was the first day of 2009. I was participating in a LAN party at that point in time. Woohoo, nerd bachelor parties. Yep. Day two. Yeah. Oh, I just had a thought. Uh, something that was totally memorable from our first year at AI. The giant frickin' domo. Oh, the domo! The, like, seven, eight foot tall, probably five, six feet wide domo costume. This guy was awesome. It was hilarious. He'd come up on, like, people like to dress with, throw little kitty ears on and stuff, be all neko and everything. And the domo would run up behind him and be like, Kitties! Om nom 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 nom! It was funny as um, hell. Um, 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 kitties. Yeah, it's. I would say now it kind of reserves itself to strictly the rave it generally comes in. But oh uh, yeah, we've seen a domo that I'm not sure if it's the same domo, but it's a pretty close similarity costume if it is someone else. Like we went to a rave one of the years, and yeah, that one was interesting. That was a 2010, I think. If I yeah, remember. that was the next year. That was when I got back to cosplaying. Yeah, that year. Um, let's see. Some memorable oh. stuff from 09. You have your second day costume, don't you? Oh, yes, my second day costume. I went as Prince Koenma in his, like, adult-ish body um, from Yu Yu Hakusho. That one was kind of interesting because I, well, I ended up straightening my hair. I usually have pretty wavy hair. And I wrote, well, got someone to write Junior on my forehead. The only issue is that my hair wouldn't stay parted enough in the middle. So I pretty much just had hair covering it most of the time. And this actually, this costume is one of the ones that my grandmother, who helps me 
make most of my costumes and I are probably most proud of. She absolutely loves the blue tunic that we made for it and everything. Like that one looked, I thought looked pretty sharp. Yeah, I would say it looks. Uh, there isn't a good shot of the front of it. Yeah, I don't, I don't have like any good full body shots of it really. But then again, that's because when we go to things, I'm the guy who takes pictures. The one I think one of the years I left uh, somebody yeah. else. It was Andy. I left him in charge of picture taking. He didn't take jack shit. That was so. the first year. He didn't take like any photos. That explains why like I have zilch on file of AIO8. Because I don't have like a crap, t- a decent amount until uh, 09 and so on. So I think we left Andy and Sam in charge of it, and then they epic failed. Yeah, but I don't know. I feel like it's kind of one of those things like, you want it done right, do it yourself. Yeah. In which case, I did. I get a lot of random shots of other people. I don't usually get many pictures of me other than a few little itty bitty ones here and there. Which ain't all bad. Like, I've seen myself enough in, of pictures of me because I try on the costumes, make sure they fit, and so on and so forth. So, yeah, yeah. And, and then let me see. The second day I was in the wedding, and then I actually made the drugged up drive from St. Paul down to Coralville. Yeah. So he shows up about what ten thirty or so at no, night. It was, it was late, probably eleven thirty or so, something like that, because we were all still up and everything. We usually try to not stay it up late. late. It, was, it was at least like midnight. Okay, fine. We'll give you a midnight. I don't know. But yeah, you showed up late and then uh, third day, always um, always just kind of our casual day. We always try to cosplay the first two days and then the third day we just go normal street clothes, hit up the dealer's room and stuff for kind of the last minute things. Hopefully we can catch some sweet deals. Hopefully there's still some good stuff there, and so on and so forth. That was the year I, was, I see the Gundam costume. Yeah, that was the year there was a kid dressed up in a cardboard Gundam costume. Like, it was actually not too bad. Like, it was pretty decent looking and everything. Like, that's been one of my major, major goals, essentially, at, for cosplaying, is to go as a Gundam and stuff. I was going to do it last summer, but... I started it, and then, like, part of the way through it, I completely lost my drive to do it. Like, I just got really busy, and I'm like, I don't know how to tackle this right now. And, yeah, so I miss out on that opportunity. But this that year, there was a uh, Wing Zero Custom out of Gundam Wing cosplay, and it was pretty reasonably well done. Yeah, it looked nice. I didn't get to see that one. I saw I commented on it. It was like... Wish I could be there. Yeah, that one's pretty good. That was also the year that we got to see uh, the Link cosplayer who has essentially every other weapon of Link's under the sun as a utility. Oh, I'm actually Facebook friends with him. (laughs) Justin Sammy, I'm Facebook friends with him. Ah, that's sweet. He was always interesting. We liked him, and one of the things that he did that was just funnier than shit at the time... Like, we just like, oh, so where's Navi? He pulls out a Ziploc baggie of red goop and looked like little white feathers. So, yeah, he pretty much murdered Navi and put it in a bag. Yeah, you also saw Ponyo that year, I think. Yeah, yeah that was the year that uh, Ponyo was oh, released no. in the movie theater. You know, let's see. 
And uh, Austin wasn't here yet, so Zach Faith and I went and saw the movie and stuff. That was that was pretty good. That was my first volcano uh, big box or whatever from Taco Bell, which was delicious. <laughs> Yummy. That's a highlight of anime. I was volcano box. Yup, 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 yup. Uh, that was one that year. But yeah, we saw Ponyo, enjoyed it. I may have driven into oncoming traffic on the way back out of the parking lot, but none of them were clearly designated, so it's not totally my fault. Okay. And then there's the bit. traditional trip to Burger King. Yeah. Every, every year when we get there, usually we go, like, the first thing we do is we check our crap in, go grab our badges at the convention center, and then we go grab lunch at, like, Burger King, essentially. Like, at least that's how how we did it last year and everything. Yeah. But... Uh, that year, then, next, 2010. That was a good year. What was the 2010? That was... That was the year we had the really big group go, wasn't it? That was you, me, Andy, Kylie, Zach, I don't know if I don't think we had Faith that year. We had okay. Jordan that year. Yeah, we had Jordan instead. But we had Zach, Jordan. So it was the same as the year before, I think. Yeah, well, we didn't have Kylie the previous year. Yeah. We yeah added that, one. that was we the added year Kylie. Kylie went and everything. Mm-hmm. What? And that was the year I did one really simple cosplay because I did Jiggin from Lupin, Jiggin from Lupin the Third. Right. Which was pretty simple. Mm-hmm. So it's pretty much like, just a suit and a hat. Yeah, like no one recognized me. You had a couple dudes that figured you out. One. One K one guy that figured you out. And he liked it. The guy that what, I forget what you did for the first day. I don't remember offhand what I did that year. Oh, that was my year of the Soul Reaper and the disposable uh, Naruto Shinobi. Yeah. Yeah, the first day I went as uh, essentially... Uh, yeah, just a tuning or higher shinobi out of Naruto, essentially. So I had the vest, I had the shoes. Those shoes weren't horrendously uncomfortable by any means, because like I bought like this was a fully store bought costume and stuff, which I'm kind of a little bit ashamed of. But at the same time, it turned out all right. Um, yeah, my one foot is essentially kind of a little more curved in than my other one, so it kind of sits weird on those shoes so it was a little odd walking but I don't know that was fun I had my vest and stuff so I had places to put my wallet and things which has been a problem in previous years yeah and then Andy Andy I need to buy this reach into my pockets yeah that was unfortunate at least uh, in the previous year when I did my Koenma cosplay my grandma thought ahead because I had that red belt essentially and stuff and we sewed a pocket seamlessly yeah. into the front of that. So that worked out really, really conveniently. And then quite possibly my the second one, the one I did the second day has been my That is like your ultimate cosplay. That was like the most popular one I did. Yeah, to date. I would say and that was I did Big Boss from Metal Gear Solid series with a cardboard box. And that box I built out of PVC and um felt blanket, which looked pretty epic. Yeah, it was a pretty reasonable box that could get knocked over and transported well, and yeah, like it wasn't quite as sturdy as like your basic cardboard box would have been, but it served its purpose, and 
It was transportable in a car, which was the thing. Yeah, because we're not going to fit a huge, like, 4x5 box or something like that that you can sneak around in, like, uh, in the back of one of our cars, really. That just wouldn't be comfortable for anyone. Yeah, I'm going to say, so Friday I hung out with you guys, but Saturday... Saturday you went gung-ho on the whole, just scooting around in the box thing. I was in that box all day, because I would literally, I made it maybe up and down the hall, like, twice, because I would literally make it, like, two feet, and people would, like, want to interact with the box, they would want to play with the box, like, what's this box doing? Yeah, a lot of people were just completely clueless right out of the chute, and, well, at the time, all of us, most of us, had Bluetooth onto each of our phones, the little, uh, apostrophe Metal Gear Solid sound whenever you're caught, yeah, that song, so... Well, sound. And we'd just walk up next to Austin's box whenever we found him. We'd play it, and he'd freak out, jump out of the box, and then run off around the corner, leaving his box there. People thought, people ate that crap up. It was great. Oh, yeah. And then there was, like, there was the, like, three different Metal Gear Solids. Like, there was, I did the Super Smash Brothers Brawl photo shoot mm-hmm. that year. And, like, I met the other people who do snakes and big bosses. And it was just a lot of fun. And people just absolutely loved the box. Those are the that one point on Saturday when you guys were looking for me and could not find me? We couldn't find the guy. We walked all the way up and down the convention center, the hallway, like twice. We're look- we figure, you know, like a tan, like, fabric box would be, you know, relatively easy to spot. No, it's not. It is a lot more difficult to find than you would think. Like, it just blends in so freaking well. I think the only reason we found him was because he just happened to be out and about after running out of his box. I, I was sitting up against the wall, like, there's that, where they do the video game room now, it's up mm-hmm. over by there. And just by, like, up against the wall by one of the bench things they have. And I was just hanging out, I'm like, okay, I need, like, five minutes to just sit. Mm-hmm. And I heard, I think I heard Andy's voice. I'm like, oh, they're coming. So I just kind of sat, and I'm like, they won't find me. <laughs> and then they left. I'm like, oh, they really didn't find me. And then they walked by again. Yep. I turned the people in it so I could watch people walk by. Mm-hmm. And eventually I'm just like, hey, guys, hey, guys, I'm over here. Hey, hey, over here. Yeah, but, um, surprisingly effective. It really was. I have more pictures of that from the Anime Iowa forums of people taking pictures of that and people being like, the box guy! I think people were disappointed I didn't bring it back last year. Yeah, it was kind of my fault too. I only had like two, only one costume for the weekend anyway. I was kind of, I was really saddened by that because I had planned really on making the Gundam costume and rolling with that one day and then going with my other costume that we had. Oh, this remi- reminds me a sec. Uh, the year before, the 2010 year, or wait, no, Nine. the 09 year. Yeah, we were on the 010. Uh, one thing that I really remember from that that was really freaking awesome was a blue Honda Civic with a license plate that said Lupin, the- Lupin 3 on it. And I'm like, that is freaking awesome. I-, I saw that. You guys took a picture of that for me. Oh, I totally did. I'm like, oh, I gotta take a picture of this. Austin will eat this crap up. I and loved like, it. Yeah, and I we look for that car every year we go back. I'm pretty sure we still find it each year. Mm-hmm. It's just like, yay! I want to meet these people. These people are awesome. 
that was also when was our was that what we did something that year was that a year we failed at something mm, 2010 was a year we failed at, at something well we generally fail at one sort of competition each year <gasps> um i don't know we did rock band the first year no we didn't really we didn't really do any events uh, those right. middle two years or whatever, because this last year we did the uh, name that opening or whatever, mm-hmm. and we got one point. Yeah, we did. We got I'm gonna one say, point. That was. I'm gonna say that was the year we went to the raid. That's what we did. Yeah, that's what we did. The uh, year of 2010. That was mm-hmm. our big thing, and one one memorable cosplay that I remember that I didn't see all day. Until that night that we were just kind of sitting outside the room waiting for the rave to start was the uh, Asa Clan Clan from Outlaw Star cosplay, which I'm like, oh my god, I wish Andy was here. He would love the crap out of this cosplay. He loves Outlaw Star. It's got to be one of his favorites and stuff. And that was also the year you got like accused of doing something. Oh yeah, that's right. Uh, the guy walked up to you and he's like. We heard a guy in sandals and shorts about and like a height has been causing trouble. Yeah, and like a young adult, like eighteen to twenty, uh, con badge was just raising hell apparently and showed up plastered and was causing problems or whatever. So yeah, guy comes up, pulls me aside, and he's like, you know, ask me questions. I'm like, uh, no, I'm definitely not the guy you were looking for. And he's like, oh, okay, sorry about that. Continue on. The biggest guy, like description they could give you, I'm a guy wearing shorts in summer, about six foot tall, between the ages of eighteen and twenty. You're not gonna find anyone like that. Especially not at a convention, which does consist of people primarily, like maybe a little bit younger than our age and over. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then not a lot of the younger kids go to the rave, but I think yeah, and at the rave. We saw that guy who was doing a Star Wars cosplay, and he had the dual lightsabers and stuff, and he oh, did it like a that real. That guy could bust it Oh, he did this really neat little bit where, granted, he was just you know waving him around, but he did it in a sense that was really impressive, and it just looked really cool in the dark with the music and the techno, and that was just really neat. Yeah, I don't remember. We didn't go to many panels that year at all. No, we we've never been real big panel goers. Like this last year for 2011, we tried to go to a few more, but mm-hmm. I don't know. A lot of it's really for us. The conventions are just going, hanging out, checking out the cosplay, checking out the dealer's room, and then hanging out in our hotel room and gorging ourselves on pizza. That wasn't the year of the DBZ. No, that was 2009. Was the year of the DBZ panel we went to? Yeah, the first year we went, we went to the DBZ panel, and it had that really annoying kid who just would not shut up. Yeah. Ugh. I think we uh, did. We go this. I think we went the second year too. Yeah. And then we didn't go last year or the year before that. Because last year we went to the Street Fighter movie roast with Kyle A. Bear. That was pretty yeah, fun. Yeah, we did. And it was good for most of us because most of us hadn't seen the uh, Street Fighter live action movie all the way through, which is, it is awesome crap. Like, it's fun to watch, but it's just yeah. not that great of a movie by cinematic standards. And now we get to last year, 2011. 
Yeah, that was our mage duo year. That one we probably took the most pictures of us together because we actually did some posed pictures. Yeah, and we were also in co- the same costumes for both days and stuff because I only had the one costume. I went as a white mage from. We were rocking like vintage Final Fantasy one cosplays here. I was a white mage and Austin was a black mage. And I was really proud of myself on that one. That costume was all made by me. Yeah, that one was pretty good. And I was really proud of mine because me and my grandma whipped that sucker up the week before the convention. And if you've ever seen pictures of it, like the main white part of the robe, not so bad. It was making all the little red triangles, cutting them and sewing them all on. Very tedious, very awful. But it looked really sharper than shit at the end. That was okay. And now we go to one of my mistakes where... Once again, not being smart, I sacrificed in comfort. I made the costume out of felt to get that really kind of edgy 8-bit look. Yeah, and it was like, you know, this is a really hot summer and everything, so it's like 80, 90 degrees, high humidity. It was fun, fun kind of peeling Austin out of that costume at the end of the day. He was sweating something fierce. Oh, I was dying. Yeah, and he's got the, the felt costume, and then he's just got a gloves for the black body and everything and the mask and everything over him so yeah also probably not one of your best laid ideas there either considering you're also sacrificing vision there i always sacrifice vision when have i ever been able to see fair enough i'm just smart i have contacts i'm always like i'm always like i want to look really cool i'm gonna go with this and i'm like that thing can't see oh well Advantage me having contacts and so on and so forth. I just couldn't. I was say if Andy would have been there. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that was funny. We uh, there was only four of us that went this last year. Us two, uh, Zach and Sam. And yeah. how we did that was we pretty much they were kind of our bitches. Our inventory, more or less, is what we pretty much made them out to be. Yeah. So it's like oh, need to equip wallet. Inventory, like, give me my wallet. <laughs> I was like, I think I had Sam, didn't I? You took that. One or the other, I don't remember, but it was it was a hoot. Yeah, because I was just like, hey, I need to buy this. I also remember they were really strict on checking items that year. Like, we had to check our stick all the time. Yeah, I don't, it, I, they kind of seemed to knuckle down more and more each year on just props and stupid shenanigans that people might do with those. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. It went pretty well. We went to the Final Fantasy photo shoot. We looked pretty good. Yeah, and that was kind of a lot of really fun because we get, we saw a bunch of similar people. Like, there was another two white mages there, a dude and a chick, and then, I don't remember, did the other white mages show up to the photo sh- I mean, the other black mages show up to the photo shoot? Um, I didn't see any other black mages. I would say there was that one we saw. We maybe saw, like, two black mages throughout the thing. Yeah. And then there was there was the red mage or whatever. We saw two different red mages over the course yeah. of the week, which were yeah. pretty good. Oh, other awesome thing that happened during that one. There was the Lego Gundam. Oh, yeah. The sucker was about probably two, three feet tall, and it was completely constructed out of Legos. It was really awesome. Like, people just went and took their picture with the frickin' toy. It was great. Any, hmm? any cosplays you'd really like to do if you got the chance? Any cosplays if I could do? 
I really want to do the Gundam cosplay. I still have the helmet, and that's as far as I got on my costume. I, I'm really proud of how that turned out. Like, it fits great. It looks really good. And I just want to be able to put it to use some year. Like, I want to finish that costume and stuff. But that's just so time-consuming, and I've never done it before. So it's a lot of trial and error, really, on my part of fitting and constructing and so on and so forth. But that's my go-to if I had, if I could. I think one I'd like... I generally tend more towards the video game ones myself, so that's my bigger area of expertise. I think it'd be really cool to do, like, Zero from Mega Man series. Ooh, that one would be cool. That one would be really neat to see, do. Maybe we could do that one year for a theme. Like, you get a Zero cosplay, and I'll go Zex or something like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, worst comes to worst, if I wanted to do something simpler, I could do something like Proto Man from oh, yeah. the Mega Man series, not the Battle Yeah, Man. like the old school Proto Man, who was pretty simply based. Like, all you'd really need was, like, some tights, a boot, a helmet, and a yeah. scarf. Yeah, that wouldn't be too bad. That's perfectly doable. Well, yeah. maybe there's our idea for next year. I mean, we've always wanted to do different things. Although another one that actually I've always I've wanted to do for a while but never really gone and done was do a great Saiyan man cosplay. <laughs> just because it's really simple. Just get some uh like runner's under armor, pant leggings and uh like a long sleeve, make up some white gloves, get a white turban thing and then essentially make the black vest and belt for, or the green vest and the black belt for it. Like, it's a fairly simple-ish idea that I've kind of wanted to do, but, you know, food for thought for the future, really. Yeah. Hmm. I also I really... I was trying to get us to do group ones. I would like it if we could get group ones together, but... Yeah, that's what I was about to just say, is like, you know, last year we were going to intend on it, and then, I don't know, complications, I guess, people, I don't, I don't know. I just don't think some bunch of the other people in our group are quite as into cosplaying as we are. Like, I think they want to, they just don't quite have the aspiration to go about and make time for costume They don't want to do the work making the costume. Yeah, I don't know. But, but to each their fun. own, really. I-, I spent a good amount of time at a sewing machine myself this last summer, working on mine. Yeah. Austin always makes his on his own, 100% by himself. I get my grandma, who's a very talented seamstress, to usually help me out with her stuff. With our stuff. I'm not sure what I'm going to have to do next year. I'm going to say this summer. I'll see what I get together, since I won't be... Well, we'll also have to see what we can get, like, who we can gather up and everything, because Andy's moving... Well, I'm the only one, plus Sam, who still lives in our hometown. Everyone else is scattered across said nation now. I've booked the hotel room. I'm going. Yeah, there we go. Which probably means it's about that time, meaning I should really think about pre-registering before price goes up. Yeah, I should probably do that, too. Yeah, I'll think about it and check and see times and stuff like that. Yeah. Yeah, that's food for thought for the future and everything right there. Anything else we need to cover? I don't think so. I think that's cosplaying, our cosplaying experiences in kind of a nutshell. Yeah. Well, alrighty then. Alright, everybody, so thank you for listening to another episode of Let's Discuss. I'd like to thank Austin for filling in for Andy this week. You know, maybe we'll have him on again in the future. We'll I, have, I know some stuff about stuff. 
we'll see how it goes. But if it, uh, any of you listeners have suggestions as to topics that you'd like to hear us discuss uh, for future episodes, shoot us an email. Let's discuss nh at gmail.com. So, and also, if you enjoy the podcast, subscribe to us and rate us. We're on our host site, podbean.com. Just look for Let's Discuss. And we're also on iTunes as of a few weeks ago. So this has been Let's Discuss Cosplaying. We'll see you next time.